What's up and welcome to Dungeon Driver. I'm your host, Trevor Bettis, and this is a show where I drive home from work and talk about Dungeons and Dragons using either a topic that I bring or a question, topic, or suggestion written in by listeners like you. How's it going? We're back from the weekend, and it was not nearly long enough as the generic saying goes, but got to play some Pathfinder, so that was fun. It's not D&D, but it's good enough. Plus, it's a fun camping. Anywho. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it, uh, and uh, today's show is not quite the happy-go-lucky one that it normally is. Uh, I kind of want to talk about something that's a little bit of a downer. Don't turn off the show yet. Don't 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 turn off. It it, it, it good will come out of it. You just got got to get through it. Um, I want to talk about uh, the game that makes you want to give up. Now, this is both as a player and a DM because it happens on both sides of the table and it sucks. Um, you're the, no matter what, there is going to be a game that comes around at some point that upsets you or, uh, you know, just puts you in a bad place that makes you think about not playing ever again. And the first thing I'm going to say is don't go that far. Keep playing this game. Dungeons & Dragons is a great game, not just because it's got good mechanics and some fun characters. It is a good exercise in social connection, and also, from what I, from what I have found myself, it is a good, you know, mental therapy kind of thing. It, it, it is... What am I trying to say here? It, it's a good thing for your brain. It, it, it's weird to say it like that, because this is a game where, you know... We, we talk about kill, killing goblins with swords and magic dragons and crap, but it is, I feel it is good for your brain and it can help you in a lot more ways than just having some fun. So let, let's, let's talk about some things that could happen and what some things that you can do with that might be. So on the GM side, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty connected to this game. You feel like it is, you know, your baby and everything like that, even if it's a pre-written one. And, you know, your players may not always respond to it the way that you're feeling about it, or they may not respond to a character that you put your heart and soul into the way that you hoped they would. And, you know, this could build up over time where you're just, you're feeling like what you're putting into it isn't, you're not getting back that same amount or the same feeling. So you may just want to give up. And it may be that there's just one game in particular that just feels like it's breaking that straw on the camel's back. What I have to suggest is maybe look at your group, this game, this story, those characters, and maybe it's not the right fit. I'm not saying to leave but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, if the, if it's not working, do something else. You don't have to slog it out with something you're not having fun with, um, just because that's what you started and that's what you guys said you were going to do. Talk to your group. Have a, I really, I'm just going to put this up front. The number one thing I'm going to suggest here today is to talk to everyone. 
If you are having problems as a player, talk to your other players in your GM. If you are DM, you know what I mean. If you're a DM that's having a problem with your players or your game, talk to your players about it. Talk, have a conversation, see what everyone wants to get out of this. It will do you loads of good. But going back to the DM side of things for a second, look at what the game is and if maybe think about like, hey, is this what they would want to do? Is the, the way that they're doing this, the way that they're uh, treating this doesn't seem to be what they want. What is it they want? And if you, you do come to the, the, the idea that you don't think that it's something they want to do, talk to them about it and say, and just tell them to be honest. If they don't want to do that campaign, you need to be okay with that. You need to go into that conversation knowing that this game that you that you might really love, they might not, and so you might need to change gears. Now, on the player side of this, um, you it, it really comes down to: Are you having problems with your group and your DM because of opinions that you have about the story, or opinions that you have about what your character would do? Um, if you know, if either of these are true, like the character side is pretty easy. You just change your character. Um, you may not notice that at first, but, you know, think, look at why you're not having fun with it and try to change something about it. If you're not having fun with the story, well, I, I uh, that's something you're going to need to talk to your DM about. Um, because going week after week, uh, and n- uh, continuously not having fun. Like if you are legitimately not having fun week to week, you need to talk to your DM, but don't do it in a way like, Hey, this, this, uh, this campaign sucks. Uh, we need to do something different. Don't do that. You know, approach them and talk to them and understand that this is the, this is what they're putting their time into and to try and, you know, come at it in a way that like, Hey, I understand that you're really into this but I'm not having a connection to it. And maybe the two of you can figure something out. Maybe you two can plan something that will happen in the story that gets you excited about it. Um, but the, okay. So here's, here's the crappy thing. At the end of the day, if this advice I'm giving you doesn't work, and, you know, there's some other things that you can do, and I'm, I'm sure you can probably figure out what those are. But the, the unfortunate thing is, is that if it's not working, it's not working. And you need to be okay with the idea of leaving a group. It's okay to leave a group. I know it's uncomfortable and it can create some, you know, awkward situations and whatnot. And you don't have to, you know you don't have to dip out with a lie. You could just say like, Hey, the game's not really working for me. I'm just going to step out. If you're not comfortable with that. Yeah. You can, you can make up something. But I, I think that, you know, just being kind of honest about it, but like, Hey, the game's not really working for me. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dip out and like do it obviously in a tactful way. Not just saying dip out. I don't know why I keep saying dip out. Now I keep saying it. And that's all you're going to remember about this episode is that I kept saying dip out and I can't stop. <sighs> um, so do it in a way that, you know, these are your friends or, you know, if, if here's the, if it's adventure, like just leave, I didn't say death out. Oh, thank God. Uh, just leave. I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing about venture league is that you can just be like, Nope, uh, I'm, I'm out. Uh, and the other cool thing about that place is that you can just do another DM. 
that's also good. But, you know, there is the problem with people showing up. Anywho, you understand what I'm saying. If the group or the campaign isn't working for you, it is okay to leave. Don't feel trapped in a game that you're not having fun with. Um, so I'm I, real quick, I'm going to give two examples of this on both sides and tell you how I handled it. Uh, so as a DM, I had a session, I might've talked about it before, but I had a session of Pathfinder that I was running. It was a pre-written campaign called Skulls and Shackles. The beginning of that game, spoilers, cause it's the beginning, uh, is that you, your players are kidnapped and all of their stuff is taken away and everything cool that they got excited about for their characters at first level is gone. And they are put to work, and you have to roll for their work every day that they're on the ship, which is like 30-something days. And I even understand that that's not fun. And I was like, well, we can just get through this, and then we're going to get to this. It's going to be really cool. I knew that. They didn't know that. And at one point, and friends, if you're listening to this, I apologize now. Or I don't really apologize. Just This is what happened. Some of the people in my group, straight up looked at me and said, I'm not having fun in this game. This game is stupid. And that sucked. Like I put a lot of work into doing this stuff. When I do a campaign, I tried to get really heavily into it. And so hearing that hurt. And I remember getting into the car uh, with my wife afterwards and legitimately saying, I never wanted GM again. And I almost didn't, but my wife talked me out of it and she said, just give it another go. And so we met up again the next week. We got about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes into it. And I saw the looks on the players' faces and even some of them that didn't, you know, didn't speak up the the last game. And I could see that no one was having fun. And I was like, I'm not having fun screw this. And I took the book and I threw it over my shoulder and said, there's a mutiny. And I just started bullshitting all the things. And we ended up having a great time. Like in that one session, I, you know, uh, improv, a, a mutiny, new characters, uh, that magic, the magic goblin bones item and got them as, you know, their own ship. So, they had a bunch of fun. We turned that campaign on its head and everyone had fun with it. And it's one of my favorites now as one of my favorite memories of a campaign that I have. And the things that that taught me was like one running a campaign out of the book. The book is not always right. It's just not, if there is a part of a book that you look at and go, I don't like this. I don't think my players like this. Get rid of it. I did that in Horde of the Dragon Queen. Uh, there's a, there was a whole chapter that I'm like, that does not look fun. And I ripped it out and replaced it with something else. Um, it also showed me that I could go with my gut. I'd been playing the, we, the other game that we had been playing at that, the same time was the star Wars campaign. And I was doing every game of that, uh, off the top of my head. And I didn't feel confident enough to do it with Pathfinder, but I just started doing it and it worked. So it showed that I could go with my gut and I could just wing it sometimes and it works. Um, later on, the, the, the other thing that that taught me 
that I, well, what I realized about was that it wasn't me. It was the game, especially in that instance. Uh, that was a pre-written campaign. It had nothing to do with me. I, she, I even showed myself that I could run good games because they were having fun with it after I got rid of that. But if this is a home, if it was a homebrew game, I don't know if I could have dealt with that as well. And I, I understand that out there, you're going to have a time where that's going to happen in a homebrew game and you put a lot more work into that and that's going to suck, but don't give up. Don't give up on the game anyways. Um, the other thing that that taught me was a slog is a slog. It doesn't matter how you look at it. If you see something in something you're writing or something that is already written where you're just like, oh yeah, it's a bit of a slog, but you know, when they get through it, no, this game is about coming to the table and having fun. It's not to slog through it. Really? Like I understand there's going to be times you're like thematically this works and stuff. You can talk through it. Really? What I should have done in that instance, like I should have looked at that book and gone, this is bad. And just talked over what happened, skipped all of the, the chores and just had them, you know, say like, okay, you do this and this happens. And then, you know, you go over here and I just skip over that and get to the events that happen on the boat throughout the month or two that they're on it. So don't really look at things that you think are a slog and realize that that's might not be fun at the table. Um, I'm home now and the, the player one is going to take even longer to talk about. So I might end up doing a part two of this at some point, but the, the, I'll, I'll summarize it real quick. I had a session where I had a character that I had in my head down really well. Something happened in the, the campaign that I'm like, no, I know my character. He wouldn't agree with that whatsoever. And I caused a scene and I know that was not the thing I should have done. And it was to the point that I was like, like, I, I understand. And I, and I apologize to this person, the, the GM, you know, kind of got disheartened about it. And I pretty much did the, op I didn't tell him it was a bad campaign because it wasn't a bad campaign, but he got disheartened about it. And I feel bad about that. And really what I should have done was, and this is what I've looked at now as a player is I should have looked at taking a step back and looked at what he was trying to do at, for the story and known that he wasn't just doing this to do it. So, you know, I could have explored that a little bit more in my head and gone, Oh, okay. I see what you're going for with here. Okay. That character still wouldn't have worked there. And so the other thing that I needed to do was go, this character is not for this campaign. I need to change him. And that's just how it is. I've done that before. I had made a character, played one session of it, uh, asked my wife and best friend, hey, this character is, seems kind of annoying. Should I change him? And it was a unanimous yes. And I went, okay. So I changed it. Uh, change, being, you need to be okay sometimes with changing your character, especially if it's early on in the campaign. It might not fit the campaign. It might not fit the group, especially if you're a lone wolf in a group for some reason. Um, so be okay with that. Know that that's something that might happen. The... The last thing I'm going to say is one of the things that irritates me a lot, um, not just as a DM, but as a player is hearing, it's what my character would do. And that's cool. And I 
understand that and I believe that you should do what your character would do. But I believe your character should do what they would do in this story. Because just because, you know, if you're 13 sessions in and you started off as the lone wolf, but now you're working in a group and then you suddenly do a lone wolf thing again. And you go, well, that's what my character do. He's a lone wolf. He's not anymore. So think about the character development of him not doing it and what that would show for him. In that situation, yes, it was early on in the campaign. So me saying it's what my character would do. Eh, I still, I should have looked at it a different way and looked at the story and what it could have done instead of just going, it's what my character would do. That was a long, short version. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know this one was kind of a downer, but I, I, it was one that I've been wanting to make for a while now. Uh, and I hope that it helped you maybe in some way or helps you out in the future. Um, yeah, if you have any uh, suggestions on what to do when that game happens, uh, please write in uh, on Twitter at Dungeon Driver or at the email DungeonDriverPodcast at gmail.com or leave me a voice message on Anchor. Um, I, I really do feel like this could be one that we come back to and talk about and have some listener um, stories and stuff come in on how you handled it. I would really like to hear that, and I feel like other people would too. So please send those in. Um, I, 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 you know, do the subscribe and the write in and all that stuff. You know, it it feels weird to do in this episode, so I'm just kind of, kind of gonna skip over it. Um, but yeah, until next time, I don't have a sign off. <laughs>